Welcome to Word and a Weapon Podcast. Biblically guided safety and security tips, techniques, and tactics for everyday Christian warriors. With your host, Guy Beveridge, CEO of Protectors Toolkit, Christian safety and security made simple. Now here's your host, Guy Beveridge. What's up, Warriors? We're so glad you're joining us here for this first edition, Season 1, Episode 1 of Word and a Weapon. You know, a Protector's Toolkit, I think it comes across in all of our products that we just have a heart for serving Christians. That's what we do. We put out stuff for Christian protectors, those that are serving in their church as a protector of others, and we wanted to continue to serve the community of Christians in another way in the safety and security space. And one way we found that we could do that was with this podcast called Word and a Weapon. So what it's going to be, just to give you the um, the parameters here, we're going to give you a word, a biblical word, something that's on our heart or something that may impact you for the day. We hope it certainly blesses you wherever you choose uh, to consume this content and whenever you choose to consume this content. And we hope also that it impacts your day that day. Uh, and then continues to bless you throughout the day. And then also, past the word, we're going to have a weapon for you. Not a physical weapon necessarily, but something you can put in your toolbox or your toolkit uh, as an everyday Christian uh, operating in the in the flesh world that you can uh, hopefully take with you everywhere you go to be a little bit more safe and secure and your family can be more safe and secure. So we're so thankful for you joining us here for this first one, this first ever podcast called Word and a Weapon. So let's get into it. Today's word, the first one I chose, uh, is very impactful to me. It's been impactful to me a lot of times in my life. And I think uh, after we're done talking about this, it'll probably be impactful to you, especially in the times that we're living in now, right, um, with everything that's going on in the world. So it comes from Psalm 144, 1 and 2. And again, this is from King David, and he tells us this, Blessed be the Lord my rock, who trains my hands for war, and my fingers for battle, my loving kindness and my fortress, my high tower and my deliverer, my shield and the one in whom I take refuge, who subdues my people under me. For today's modern warriors, I want the takeaway here to be he trains my hands for war. When King David says that, it's so vitally important that we understand that God is raising us up. God is training us for battle every day with the various battles that we have to face, whether it's lost keys or actual battles out there. Uh, if you are a protector of others, a, a first responder, uh, and you're in that community, there are certainly battles different that you face as well. So he trains my hands for war. So what are we talking about here? You know, these days it can sure feel like we're in an all-out war every day from the moment we open our eyes to the moment we go to bed at night. There's fears of COVID. If you're listening to this years from now and hopefully we've eradicated COVID, uh, we're thankful of that. But right now we're facing COVID. There's fears with that. We're battling masks or no masks. Uh, are we going to open our cities or close our cities? Almost all all major cities are currently under some form of protest or another. There's rioting going on. There's looting. Things are being burned to the ground. Churches are not being open. And actually, some churches are even being attacked by their own governments. So it's on and on, just the wars and the battles that we're facing every day. 
you know, the Christian life isn't always rainbows and unicorns and baby kittens as much as we would like it to be. And it's not meant to be either. It is meant to, it is meant to harden us to make sure that we can survive this until we're finally called home. Sometimes we do find ourselves in spiritual battles and just the everyday battles of life, friends. And we have to understand that he trains my hands for war. It's easy to feel vulnerable and ex exposed at these times. Surely it is. But we must remember, however, we are not fighting these battles in our own strength. Let me say that again, friends. We are not fighting these battles in our own strength. In today's word, King David praised the Lord, uh, recognizing that it was God who had enabled him to win the victory over his enemies. He gives thanks to the Lord had, uh, who had taught him how to fight and protected him. Friends, how often during a struggle, uh, let's just go back to losing our keys. How often during your lost key scenario, would you just stop and say, you know what? Thank you, God, for losing my keys. Probably not very often, but that's what we're supposed to do. There's always going to be a lesson there. Um, what does he train? How does he train us for war? How does he make us battle ready? Well, here in this passage, trains uh, really refers to learning. We're supposed to have a lesson in there somewhere. He's training us up in a way uh, that we should go. And it's a great takeaway from this passage. You may not know why you're in your current battle or your struggle or what's going on, but you can rest assured that God wants to teach you something. So friends, I do challenge you when you're going through these tough times, when you're going through these struggles, just pause and give God thanks. Thanks. Thanks for everything that is surrounding you. Thanks for pausing because you don't know what you're paused for, but God is trying to teach you something for sure. He's giving you something you can use. He's giving you another weapon in your arsenal, something you can put in your toolbox for later on. Maybe it is learning that, hey, I need to put a hook here because this is where I walk in. This is where I should put my keys and I will never be late again because my keys will always be here. Whatever that lesson is, make sure we're paying attention during our battle. What's going on at that time? Are we looking for the lesson, folks? And that's that's vitally important that we do that. There's all too often that we, at the end of our day, I know we do that at our house here, at the end of the day, we give thanks to the Lord for everything in our day. The kids call out uh, the things that they were thankful in their day. Um, we call out as parents the things we were thankful in our day. And then I pray over the family, uh, the things that we should be thankful for and the things we can uh pay attention to tomorrow to make sure we're thanking uh, God all the time. But we, friends, we need to make sure that we're thanking God in all things, because when he does train our hands for war and my fingers for battle, he's teaching us a lesson. He's giving us more tools, more weapons we can use in our arsenal, put in our toolbox to be better later on. And in the face of our enemies, we can overcome. So that's the word portion of word and a weapon today. So let's get into the weapon. Let me give you some takeaway. Let me give you something that you can right now put into your personal toolbox that you can put into your arsenal to make you a more safe and secure Christian as you go about your day-to-day -day life or you if you have a family or it's just yourself. What weapon can I give you today? So today's weapon is situational awareness. Friends, all too often we go through our day-to-day -day life and wow, Aren't our lives lived about one foot in front of our face anymore? Uh, there's these fancy devices called cell phones, smartphones, and they have all these apps on there that can distract us. They have all these things like Facebook, 
Twitter, uh, Instagram, things that can distract us. And we live literally one foot in front of our face. You know, it's dopamine really that triggers that response from us because our phones are set to either vibrate or a ding or a buzz. And boy, it just makes us feel like we've got to answer that thing. So we have it in our hands. We're constantly fidgeting with it. And we are distracted by this device. And when we're distracted out in the modern world, out in the flesh world, then we can be caught up in chaos or something. Maybe we drive right into a riot. I don't know what it is. But friends, I want to make sure that we're paying attention. And the way to do that, number one, is understand, you, by and large, you have one secure space that you occupy every day, and that's your home. That is a secured space. You lock your doors. Maybe you are armed within your house or you have that capability within your house. Uh, maybe you have security systems, whatever it is. That is a secure space. But when you breach that, when you go outside your front door to go to work or go to the store, take your kids to school, whatever it is, we're we're... Uh, transitioning from a secured space to an unsecured space. And maybe even part of your property is, is still semi-secured, but aren't there corners and nooks and crannies maybe that somebody could be hiding around, maybe a bush, and they could be waiting there to visit harm upon you? Absolutely, friends. So we understand this. And so what we want to do is make sure, number one, we are paying attention to what we are transitioning from. We're transitioning out of a secured space into an unsecured space and we're going to go to our vehicle. So we prepare ourselves in our mind. We do this very easily by doing if this, then that planning. I'll say that again. If this happens, then I'm going to do that. Friends, I learned a long time ago from my friend Mark Warren over at Stratagos International this fact right here. The body cannot go where the brain has never been. The body cannot perform where you've never taken your brain in training before. So we do if this, then that planning for situational awareness. We say, I'm going to step outside my house. If there is someone waiting out for me, out there for me, here's what I can do. Now, also when we go into the public space, when we go to stores like Walmart or that wonderful uh, circled uh, French store, Target, when we go to these type of places, there is something really important that you can do immediately. When you go to, from your secured vehicle into an unsecured space and get into that unsecured space of Target or Walmart, those large box stores like that, maybe Lowe's, maybe Home Depot, when you get into those spaces, Every single one of those spaces have their own pulse. They have their own rhythm that is currently going on at that time. A lot of times people think that we will see danger before it ever impacts us. Friends, our eyes are never as fast as our ears. Our eyes do not pick up and sense danger as fast as our ears do. Matter of fact, our ears are almost 10 times faster in picking up sounds and, and sending a signal to our brain than our eyes are. It takes about uh, five one hundredths of a second for our ears to figure out what they are hearing and send a signal to the brain to tell us that that's danger. So we need to do one thing and one thing immediately as soon as we open, as soon as we get into those spaces, and that is this: pull off to the side, pull over as soon as you walk inside the main doors, uh, wherever the shopping carts may be, or some secure, you know, some space that you can get into where you're not in the main flow of traffic and take what I call a good tactical pause. What do I mean by that? I want you to stop what you're doing, put your cell phone away, have it readily available in case there is a crisis or an emergency, put it in your pocket, don't feel the need to fidget with it, and listen 
to the pulse of that location, whether it's your child's school, it's your place of business, it's a restaurant, it's a big box store, it's a Walmart, wherever you are, pull off to the side and listen to the sounds that are going on at that point. And you also want to take in the sights. What is the lighting like? What are people doing in that area? And what that is, that is a good baseline. You are now establishing a good baseline for that environment. Why is that important? Well, what I said earlier is the ears will pick up sounds faster than our eyes will track things that are dangerous to us. When we are shopping then at that point, we have our cell phones put away, we have our head up, we're looking around, we're looking people in the face as we pass them, giving them a nod or a friendly smile. We're paying attention, our heads are on a swivel. We will hear if that baseline that we established is interrupted. Our ears will pick that up. Something falling, something banging, something clanging, maybe gunshots. And at that point, when we pick that up, we do not deny what we're hearing. We get immediately into action. And friends, how do we do this? Well, we have to realize in all of these public spaces that we occupy and that we go to, all of the public spaces are designed to have more than one exit. All of these all of these public spaces and buildings are designed to have one more exit. By fire code, they have more than one exit. So even if you came in through the large portal at the front of the establishment or the store, that may no longer be your exit point. That may no, no longer be available to you based on the sights and the sounds that are now interrupting your environment. So you should also establish, as you're establishing a baseline, establish where you know exits would be. Generally, at the other end of the store, there's going to be another set of doors, uh, especially in a Walmart. At the back of the store, there's going to be a set of doors. You know over in the automotive section, there's going to be a set of doors over there as well. So in, in this, we're training our brain. If this happens, if my baseline is interrupted, I hear gunshots or I hear something that tells me I don't need to be in this space anymore, I am going to quickly proceed to one of those exit portals and get out of that situation. Friends, the people who perish in these type of crises, whether it's an active killer event or some other uh, environmentally Im impacting thing for your location, we have to understand the people that perish or the people that die in these are typically the people who have denied that they heard what they heard. They delay their response because of their denial, and that typically can lead to death. If you deny something's going on, you delay your proper response to it, then that can equal death for you. So friends, very quickly, just to recap here, remember, situational awareness is something we should have at all times. Listen, the world, if you're paying attention, is not getting better. As a matter of fact, Christians are being assaulted more and more. We are being marginalized and pushed around, and we're being ridiculed for our beliefs in our, in our Lord and Savior. So we have got to have situational awareness. Every time we exit from a secured environment into an unsecured space, we have got to have situational awareness for ourselves and for our family. Think about it. You do want to go back home to those people you love and care about. So make sure you're being situationally aware. Don't live one foot in front of your face with this large screen distraction device that's taking your focus off of everything. 
make sure that you pull off to the side inside wherever you're going your kids school uh, your place of business believe it or not in your place of business even if you had to have a scan card to get in you still need to be situationally aware you still need to establish a good baseline for the sounds and the sights and even the smells in that environment if you smell smoke you can think fire and start to put your plan into action to get out of that location do not deny do not delay and do not perish in those type of environments. It's not meant for you. Blessed is the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for warm, my fingers for battle. So I'm so glad you joined us here for our first season, season one, episode one, A Word and a Weapon. Here's what we can expect from you. If you like this, if you want more content like this, you've got to tell us. We want to continue to deliver Great content and great advice for everyday Christians to take on their everyday life. I want to give you a word that you can have to bless your day. And I want to give you a weapon to take and put in your arsenal or put in your toolbox. What else can you do for Protector's Toolkit for Word and a Weapon? Hit that like button. Make sure you're sharing this. This is a sharing is caring type of event. If this blessed you, it will bless somebody else in your life. So share this podcast with other people. The more people we get into the podcast, the more that we can impact Christianity and we can impact people for Christ and that's what we're really all about here at Protectors Toolkit and Word and a Weapon. Also navigate over to our YouTube page Protectors Toolkit on YouTube. Find some other wonderful videos over there. You'll see some interviews I did with amazing Christians over there. You'll see some uh, some free content from, from us over there on everyday weapons you can take as a Christian protector. Navigate to our Facebook page. Hit that like button and you'll continue to get all the updates. When you're at YouTube make sure you subscribe so you get notifications when we dump new content in there. And also, I would encourage you, go to protectorstoolkit.com. Look at our membership site. If it fits you, if you're a protector of others, there's great content in there to take your team, your Christian protector team, from good to great to build, develop, lead, and grow your team. Thank you for joining us, and go visit us at all of our social media. Be blessed. Mm -hmm.